Calicut, also known as Kojikod, third largest city in India's southern state of Kerala. Flanked by the Arabian Sea along its western edge, this thriving commercial centre has an average literacy rate of over 95%. It's a multi-ethnic and multi-religious society where around 40% of the population is Muslim. This has always been a major trading point and cultural hub for Muslims in southern India. The Arabs came here for the trade since even before the time of the Prophet. Islam came in the age of the Prophet itself. And since then, one of the major part of Calicut is that Hindus and Muslims and Christians are also living. And you can see in, in and out of Calicut city, a lot of temples, mosques, situated together. In Calicut, all the Muslim uh, organizations, Muslim people, they have all their offices, everything it is centered in Calicut. We're here to discover what veiling means to the Muslim women of Calicut. Who wears what and why? All kinds of dresses we can see in the campuses and on the streets, in the towns, everywhere. But the Muslim people mostly wear hijab. Hijab could be a scarf that covers the head and neck or a loose outer garment, called a hijab coat. But there are lots of names for what is essentially the same thing. Mafta is another word that's used for headscarf. Parda is a general term. Like hijab, this could refer to a coat-like layer, but it may also mean to conceal, using clothes or anything else. Whatever the label, one thing is certain, a lot has changed when it comes to veiling in Calicut. When I was young, when I was in school or maybe in college days, I never saw people veiling like this, wearing the hijab. I didn't see my mother wailing because she always covered her hair with a sari. She always covered her hair. My grandmother, she always covered her hair with that tatam, what we call. It's a, it's a veil. It's a very thin texture of cloth, what they used to wear. In this picture, this was a wedding picture taken from my best friend's wedding, which happened in 1982. And here everybody is wearing sari, and you don't see anybody wearing a black hijab or totally covered. Whereas now when you take a wedding photo, most of the people will be wearing, will be sitting in the wedding also with the hijab. Today, parda and hijab are a common sight on Calicut streets. It's the long and often loose-fitting garments combined with a headscarf that most distinguishes Muslim women from Hindus and Christians. What's come to be known as a parda craze began about two decades ago with many factors contributing to this upsurge in formal veiling. One key influence was a wave of migrant workers seeking opportunities in the Gulf during the early 1990s. With the Gulf migration, especially from Calicut and Malapuram area, you can see at least one man from every family in Gulf or some other uh, Persian countries. Along with this Gulf migration, there's an influx of new fashions and new styles of parda. Razina Aisha is managing director of an academic book business and mother of three. 
Rosina didn't veil before she got married, but all that changed when she started to see the increasingly widespread use of the black abaya, a long cloak-like dress that's used by many Muslim women. It's only when I came to high school that I realized uh, people are wearing this kind of abaya, and I thought maybe once I get married, I'll have to wear this. These thoughts were there in my mind. Then came marriage. Uh, while I was 17, I got married. So my husband, he didn't uh, force me to wear this hijab, but I had in my mind that I'll have to wear it. Because what I'm seeing is my cousins, once they get married, they're wearing it. I was more worried about how to live uh, after marriage rather than uh, what she is wearing. I don't feel dress is something different that I should force her uh, on her and make her dress some in, in, in a particular way that my religiosity or my beliefs or my politics will be re reflected on her. Razina chose to veil. Her marriage to Ausaf marked the beginning of a long period of experimentation in how best to cover up. This is called as abaya and here uh, um, common people like here commonly known as parda. You wear it like this. This. I pin it here. Then I take this and put a brooch here like this. When I was in my school in Manipal. I was the only guy, uh, you know, the Muslim in class. Whenever there was a parent-teacher meeting and all, you know, I didn't want my mom to come home, uh, come to the school with a hijab and all, because I thought I will be, you know, quite differentiated among, the, among my friends. But then as I grew up, I wanted our identity to be, you know, there, that we are Muslims, so and our hijab is what we wear. Today, Razina's wardrobe tells the story of numerous shifts in veiling style that took place as her children were growing up. When I was born, she was wearing this black uh, burqa and then she started with a whole pink because my sister was in UAE and she used to send scarves all the time. That's when I got interested with the whole scarves and brooches. And then she <laughs> changed into cream coats. And for this, it's the same way, this. These kinds. I feel it's cultural, more of cultural. And of course, you cannot say, you can't classify or watertight compartments. You can't say there is no religion at all. There is some, some part of religion, but it's, it has become more of a cultural issue now. These, uh, these are the ones I wear now. I'm more comfortable with salwar kameez. And then these two shelves full of salwars because I use it now. Even though my mom kind of hints on the hijab, she has never actually made me, I mean, forced me to do anything like that. She has never told me to go and wear it or don't come out, nothing of that sort. The, uh, these are a prayer, I use it for prayer. Here in Malayalam, we call it makkana. It's the tradition kind, like we were brought up like that. While praying, we wear all this white. But it's not necessary. 
My parents, you know, my mother, my grandmother, they all prefer white while uh, praying. Allahu Akbar. Actually, the veiling, that means something that covers. And the particular thing, veiling, it is a very sensitive issue. Some parents have told me that we insist our daughters to put on mafta or parda just because we don't want our girls to be stared by others. So they have to wear it just for the parents' sake. They have to wear it. And they have found a way out to wear it in a fashionable, stylish way. No, you see all different varieties. You can find um, there are body-shaped dresses and even some women you can find in Calicut itself, you can find many women uh, wear the black pada, the body-shaped one, they will not cover their head even. They'll just uh, use the shawl. Here at Kerala's biggest parda manufacturer, business is booming. Hurulan produces the local style of parda a floor-length coat worn over other clothes. This is the most sought-after brand in the state and prices range from 200 to 5,000 rupees. That's between 2 and 60 pounds for a parda. This business started 15 years before, starting only one machine. Now is a 200 machines starting, uh, working. Starting a one parda per day. Now. 500 pieces per, the, per day manufacturing. Stylish, intricately crafted pardas can command top prices. There's stiff competition to produce the perfect parda. There are many companies which produce daily, so they have uh, research and development units. All the parda company, they have their own research wing, which on the daily basis, they make researches, new trends. Like many women in Calicut, Marwa, who's a second year medical student, wears an old black parda. She began veiling when she left her home in Qatar to study here in Southern India. I sort of feel protected wearing this. First of all, it's not revealing. And my figure is not revealed. And everything of me except my face and my hands are card. So, you know, nothing is really shown. When I wear this, it's complete what I am. I'm a Muslim and I'm dressed perfectly. So now I can do what I want to do. It gives me this feeling of confidence, freedom to do anything I want to do. In the globalized world, women's bodies are increasingly becoming objectified and commodified. But if you are in parda, means it implies, don't look at me. So that the very dress itself will give safety, a security. Marwa doesn't always wear parda. There's a time and a place when she gets to dress up with her friends and family. Where I live is in a hostel, it's an all-girls hostel, so the only people who I'm exposed to is girls. And that's why I get to wear what I want and wear normal 
cash flow clothes. So basically there's nothing like I miss the enjoyment of showing it off. And there's my family who sees, I mean, for me what matters is people who matter to me should find me beautiful. They should accept me and they should see the best of me. So it's my family, my closest friends, and in the future, my husband. Uh, I find a girl more beautiful if she wears a hijab. I don't judge people by, you know, whether they wear this or that. But something charming about that lady. From all my experiences, my interactions with all these men and women, when it comes to their daughters or wives, they become traditional. It can take any form or any fashion or any style. That much lenient they have become. For Dr. Asma Rahim, there were no such pressures. This associate professor of community medicine at Calcutt Medical College, seen here at a local orphanage, was free to choose when it came to adopting the veil. It was my decision to wear this. Nobody compelled me. I just read the scriptures. I thought to be complete, it would be better. When I started practicing after my internship, that is when I became a full-fledged doctor, that time I started wearing the headscarf. When this uh, headscarf and hijab and all came in, I think we women over here, we came out with our own kind of dress code with the sari and the hijab. It's not a specific style, but we working women, you know, we find this kind of dressing comfortable. Generally, when they go into a job wearing a religiously correct dress, the opinion from the religious people, oh, they say, oh, it's okay, it's fine. It's helped them a lot to do works. By combining her veil with a sari, Asma has, like Razina in her salwar kameez, adapted local styles to conform to Muslim dress codes and notions of modesty. We love to experiment with our dressing. And since in Kerala and Calicut, it's a lot of democracy, uh, we are at an ease and we can try out different combinations. Maybe that's why you see so many permutation combination of this here. What's happening at present is there's a lot of mixture of culture. Because according to Islam, you can do anything. I mean, you can wear whatever you prefer. But you just have to cover everything except your face and forehead. There is no cultural order that you should wear this dress. The religious order is only that you have to keep this meaning that you have to cover your body parts. So at present what's happening is people want to follow Islam but at the same time they want to be stylish. It's just a part of mixture of culture. It is fashion for many. It is religion for many people. It is a, uh, it's, it's a trend for many people. They saw their religious meaning in the newly spreading fashion, so they adopted it in different ways. So fashion plus religion, I say. As long as the person who's wearing it has uh, done it out of her choice, then if it's fashion, it doesn't matter. If it is against one's choice, 
it shouldn't be imposed on them because such rare instances are also happening in kerala context where girls are being pressurized for me i don't think it is important that i want to wear a parda but i don't want to be revealing i want to wear the typical indian i live in india and i would love to wear indian clothes and uh, i want to cover my head when the necessity is there maybe when i told you i my mother wore only sari so i also wore sari maybe if my mother was wearing the veil i would have also gone through that abida belongs to one of the oldest muslim communities in calicut though rarely seen today This light cotton veil was once widely worn by Mopla, also known as Malabari Muslims, part of an age-old veiling tradition. See the women. I think this is my grandmother. See the women in this photograph. This was my friend's wedding. See the women all in the typical traditional dress. This is what I saw my grandparents wearing. The Malabari, the Malabaris, huh? the the Calicut Muslims wearing. Back at Kerala's biggest purda manufacturer, preparations are underway for the launch of something new. This is India's first denim purda. The latest trend in veiling that's set to go global very soon. From wherever a new trend, an imitatable trend comes in, it will spread all over the world. There will be new forms further new styles new colors this is best industry best future lot of people are getting a job also of the future i cannot really say 100% how i see myself because we have this thing of the husband wishes so if he is somebody who doesn't like me wearing a baya maybe if he is totally against it maybe i would have to restrict to a certain extent i think i'll be like this forever but i'm mean, it's not in my last word from my point of view being an indian being in india I would be very comfortable that if you if I could adapt the Indian way of dressing in a modest way.